0: Back with another edition of Sports Insider Radio. It is the beginning of December. We'll call it the December to remember show, as this is the last day of November. The last day of November, Mike. So uh, how's everybody doing? Mike, how them Ravens doing? But let's start with the Ravens and that tweet. Let's have a little Baltimore Ravens action fun. My son was excited that the Ravens, not happy that the Ravens lost, excited that he started. The quarterback for Jacksonville is Fantasy League, so he made uh, he made lemonade out of lemons. Let's put it that way. Well,
1: the Ravens are exactly what they've been for the last two months. They're a team that has all the potential in the world. They get these pretty solid leads going into the fourth, and then they just take the heart from you where they just extract it In the fourth quarter, where you just hope that it doesn't happen again, but now for the fourth time, they have done it. But again, and I I told everybody, don't overlook Jacksonville. They're a team that's been very close in almost every single loss they've had this year. They're right there. Now granted, Lawrence had made some incredible, incredible throws that were very, very difficult in the fourth quarter where literally he had to put the ball on the money and every single one of those balls was extremely difficult. They pulled it out. And it's one of those things where the Ravens have all the potential in the world to make it to the playoffs. I don't know how far they're going to go. I, I keep seeing the decimated receiving core, time and time again struggle against press coverage. So do so I believe that they could... Do some damage, yes. I mean, we could beat anybody. It's any given Sunday for a reason. But it's a little bit, you know, disheartening that we see another loss, the way that it happened, another blown lead. So it's it's just upsetting. But you know what? Going back to the Lamar tweet, the guy was just heated. He usually is very calm on social media. He, his personal life, he's very detached from you know, being in the public eye in that sense. And the emotions got the best of them. I don't think it meant anything more than what the tweet was, was just a heated response. And that was that. So that's why the guy, you're not seeing him get suspended of anything of that nature. But, you know, it is you, it is what it is. That's why social media is there. But as soon as somebody in the public eye does it, we hear about it. Well, I'm sure it happens all over social media every single day with people that, Act out emotionally when they're in the heat of the moment, but the Ravens have a good bounce back game against David Miller's team against the Denver Broncos, which is his second team to the Seahawks. Not they get to come team. to the bank. They, well, they you, when you go to games, I assume it's your team for that particular game.
2: No, I'm walking distance <laughs> to the stadium, <laughs> and, and no, the, the, I'll adopt, I'll take the Nuggets. They can be my team. Fair enough. Fair enough. Also, I walking distance to there. Also,
1: yeah, you're walking distance to everything. But they're coming here. It's going to be a yeah. tough place to play. But I, again, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Denver wins the game outright because that's just the style of play that goes on here in Baltimore this year. We have leads. We can't hold them. Or we just blow you out. There's, It's the toughest team in history for me personally to, to be able to track. It's just... Week to week, there's just no consistency. You see that one week, you see a team that has, you know, Super Bowl Bowl caliber offense and defense, and then the following week, we can't hold a lead. So it's going to be exciting. I love December football. I love the hard-nosed football. Uh, You know, I, I feel like it's harder to win because there's so much tape on you from throughout the season. You have to be creative, but. With all that being said, I'm still a firm believer that this team could win a Super Bowl title as long as they just put it all together. So, For the time being, I'm still a believer, but just to sidetrack, my pick, again, I'm almost undefeated. I think I'm 90% giving out free selections on air for clients. We had the Vikings last week. I told you it was going to be a bounce-back game and to throw out the Cowboys game the week prior where they got mauled, At home, you have them at home versus the Patriots. Under three, locked in two-and-a-half all over the place. I know, Dave, you were on it as well. And once again, from our just tip side of the show, we usually don't give out many picks, but each of us select an NFL team that we like for the upcoming week. Got the job done with the Vikings.
0: I think I got the job done with Jacksonville. I think I got the I job done in Jacksonville last week. I did. And oh, then also, God. let's welcome Don back onto the show. Don, are you a Philadelphia okay. Eagle fan, or are you a Pittsburgh Steelers fan? What are
3: you? I was just listening to you guys. No, I can't stand the Steelers. Come on, please. You're on the wrong side <laughs> of the I had state. to ask. I, I had to ask. You never know. And uh, I was listening to you guys with your picks, and uh, yeah, I agree with I agree with most of your picks with with this week's uh, lineup. But definitely the Eagles. The only toss up is going to be uh, I think it should be a pick. I'm not, um, not plus two and a half, minus two and a half is in is, uh, Washington and the Giants. Come on, either one of those teams could win that. And what and what other division other than the Northeast? Is uh, in the NFC, is uh, is stronger. I mean, any one of those teams, could, any two of those teams could go to the playoffs at this point. Could three actually come out of one division? Two wild cards and the division leader?
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: It's going to be tough. Absolutely. It's going to be tough.
1: But the Eagles, for sure. They play each other. Well, the Eagles, for sure, but they play each other, so they usually weed themselves out because the third team, it
3: just just makes it very hard. Yeah, Yeah, they have to. And and this will be one of those games where one of them gets weeded out between Washington and New York.
0: Well, I always tell people, Dave, five and a half is a dangerous number. I see a lot of those five and a win by three a lot. (laughs) If you're betting, five and a half is like, in 35 years of doing this, five and a half just makes me want to vomit if I'm laying the favorite. If I was playing Philly,
2: right, I mean,
3: it's five and a half is just it's the tough. worst. I'd still take i still take the, still take the Eagles.
2: Still yeah, a lot the of the games Eagles. fall on those dead numbers, though, because of the missed extra points and the randomness happening. But yeah, it seems to always find its way back to three.
0: Oh, I mean, I can oh, if was, I counted how many games I've lost laying five that the team won by three. Oh, way more than I can want to talk about.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hard to lay five. I agree. Yeah,
0: Buffalo, Buffalo. Am I
2: correct?
3: Good.
0: Well, it, Le, well, let me ask you: Am I correct on that Philly game, um, David? They opened at six and a half, and got, <laughs> now they're down to five and a half. Am I right on that?
2: That's correct. They are five and a half. Let me look. Let me look. Don't you have your screen Man. pulled up in front
0: of you? I, I, I actually didn't have it up. That's why I was asking. You You don't have to. Like I said, no big deal. Um,
2: I think, I think you know, it was it's like five and a half, basically. I think it was just five and a half and some random sixes, but pretty much just five and a half.
0: Well, what's interesting, John, is the most profitable team against the spread in all of football, the best record is the Tennessee Titans at eight and three, so they are oh, wow. the, the number one. They are the number one team against the spread, seventy two point seven percent covering. Obviously, that has nothing to do with the win loss record. They're seven and four straight up, but they're eight and three. Um, just to give you the, the the outer fringes of the NFL, the worst team, and Dave called it last week. It hasn't changed. Is the Rams. And ironically enough, the Rams has is the worst team and the only team with two pushes on the closing number. They're two seven and two this season. Um, if you bet every Rams game, you've won covered two, you've lost seven, and you've pushed on two on the closing number. And the best team is the Tennessee Titans, followed by the New York Giants. And then just for perspective on Philadelphia, Philadelphia is ten and one straight up. They are six and five against a spread one game over five hundred, which is uh you know obviously they're they're making a good number on Philly and taking a lot of money out of the Phillies betters pockets you know as if, they watch
3: if, them if, win if, and not cover if the Eagles want to blow out, just uh use their backup quarterback and let uh Hertz play as a uh, running back <laughs> That's a joke <laughs> uh, 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 i don't
2: I don't you any go ahead, Dave go ahead. No, go ahead. go ahead. No, I don't think people are really backing the Titans, though, so they could be a sneaky one because usually, usually the teams covering the spread like that are, are super public teams, so there could be some value moving forward on the Titans. That's what I was going to say.
1: Well, you have some value right now in the Titans to actually yeah. do some damage in the yeah, postseason. Man.
2: Yeah, I can't remember what we had. It's like twenty-five to one or something. Yeah, you give it out, AFC. give it out, Mike. Give it out, Mike. Well, people can't get the price anymore. They can't. Doesn't well,
1: matter. You you can't get it. The price, the price is gone. This is when they were struggling, and we no, got them at struggling. No, they weren't even struggling. They were do- winning. They
2: you no, know, yeah, they were doing
1: good. How do we have twenty to one.
2: one. Oh, twenty to one. Yeah. Yep. So we'll see. We'll see. And then I bet, that's my team, the Nuggets. Hey, how, the do you, how do you
3: guys see that? How do you guys see the total points, the over/under on that game on the Titans-Eagles game? It's. Well, so you talking
1: about the over/under? The over/under on the Eagles game is forty-four and a half. Forty-four
3: and a half, right now. Yep. Right, but what, what do you think? Do you think it's going to go over or under? Is that, that's I, that's one. It's going to be another fireworks show like like the other night. For the Eagles? Got to see. I mean, for me, though,
1: it's, it seems pretty accurate right now. Dave could chime in. Um, it's I don't really I see no much view. value. I mean, I have no feeling it as well. The weather might play a bigger role. Um, Tennessee likes to grind the clock down, their style of play. If they could stick with their style of play, which is run the ball and for Tannehill not to make mistakes. That's the key to their game. They rather just grind you down, couple runs, a pass, get a first down. It's not a, you know, a high prolific offense where it's just gonna put up points quick. And they wanna play defense. So they wanna make the game shorter, which to if if the game plan works out for them, that's what they want. Doesn't always work that way if they get down early. But I'm not sure exactly the weather on Sunday. I don't think it's supposed to be raining. Uh, at this point, it's just supposed to be cold, so I don't really have a feel. That's just my a little analytics on how the game plan should go. If Tennessee wins the game, I can assure you it's going to be a not a shootout, like a 34-31 finish, so but,
2: uh, but look I'm look predicting. How many low totals. Look how many low totals you got this week. Bad weather's factored in clearly all over the place. There's so many in the 40s. Just look down the board, yeah. So. It looks like we're gonna have some <laughs> some bad weather next weekend, so just bet over every game at post in the bad weather games. Do all so right. it's funny. I, um, that's what I did. Um, I didn't
0: release it to any of the members. Um, I personally wagered because now I have the apps here in Maryland. Um, I Dave. I, I write it post. I watched the line go down on the Pittsburgh game and I bet the over, and then I just woke up and saw I covered by. It. One point or whatever, because I didn't even watch the game. How about Monday Night Football, guys? I think, and I got to do the research. I think every single dog has covered. I think it's thirteen and zero the last thirteen Mondays on Monday Night Football. I I cannot remember a crazy like it's unbelievable. Every Monday the dog wins. You would think that you'd be getting value on the favorite because everybody knows that. It's crazy.
2: Oh, interesting. I mean, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's thirteen. I think it's thirteen and zero. The last 13 twelve and zero. Excuse me. The last twelve Monday night football games um, uh, on the. I don't think a favorite's won all season long. Um, I'll have to double check that. And if I'm wrong, it'll be like one game,
3: one team only. Is that, um, is that a free? But it, <laughs> no. I mean, I
0: think it, it, at some point
3: I'm gonna go across. You I'm gotta. I'm gonna go across the street to to parks and uh, bet it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Take the take uh, my, take Mike in the ninth race. Mike, you running today?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm pretty Let good. I'm pretty good in all... wet
1: conditions. I'm pretty good at wet conditions.
0: Uh, uh, off topic of sports for a second, just real quick. Does 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 it really matter on your handicapping the weather? Uh, what, I mean, muddy track, cold, winter. I know they run all year round. Does it does it matter to you, Don, or is it like a very small part of the actual no, computer doing
3: matters. its job? Absolutely matters. Like I can tell you we got Parks uh, two coming up right now. And uh one of the favorites won the first leg, uh, the seven horse. Uh we're undoubtedly gonna be probably between the two five eight in this <laughs> Second leg. Let no, Don, I got a. Yeah, now, yeah. Now, I mean, let me take a look at the odds here. This race I mean, hasn't gone up, and it's boring it out be... there.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. We're, we're on the seven. Enough to try to. The two not around bad. It beats the one. weather. Dave, go ahead. What What types of horses
2: are better in bad weather? No, it would it would just be tough. I I think well, one to get. I guess I don't know. I don't know anything about horse racing, but you'd you'd first have to get a, a pretty good sample size, which I guess you could get, and then that just seems like it'd be tough. But you could find some angles. I bet. I bet you're all over that certain horses running bad and bad weather
3: yeah i mean we're 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 look- i mean it's i am looking at it right now it's super sloppy out there like you can barely see the horses on the video as they're going up behind the gate now um, we're gonna be well uh, i mean the one of the favorites is the seven and we're gonna be on it's it's it, it's gonna be the seven three one One of those three. And then it's it's a big drop down before you hit any long shots. We don't have any long shots predicted for this race. But a lot of this has to do with, I mean, the different horses' size of feet determine what type of surface they can run over the best. Like a horse with a nice wide foot is generally pretty good on the grass. You don't want a horse with a narrow hoof uh, for the grass because they punch into the grass too much into the turf. So confirmation of the horse makes a big difference as to what type of surface he's best traveled over. But when it comes so to riding a, riding a double the slop, like this, like this stuff today, you got to look at a horse's uh, historical. Uh, some horses love running in this stuff. And some horses hate it. But I don't see any cross horses out of the second race, so uh, they must all love the slop.
1: So I have a fan question for Don first, and then I have the second question will be for Dave. The first question... uh, Well, what about
0: me? What about me?
1: You get no questions. (laughs) You get the last question. You get the last question. So the first question is from a fan. His name is Travis. This is for Don. He said is CRWs ruining horse racing pools and or adding liquidity.
3: Well, we don't call them CRW. That acronym was was changed to over a decade ago. Um because there is, there is no such thing as something completely robotic. Somebody has to manage these programs. And mm-hmm. how do you How do you tell somebody what tools they can use to store databases of information that they find important, how they do their own analytics, uh, and how they do their own handicapping at home or in their office? Or even if they're at the track, they have cubicles set up for professional players now that are sitting there with, uh, you know, you're not sitting there with reams of paper and looking at the, at the old sheets and, And uh, all all the daily racing form information or time form information or Trackmaster, all that information, Brisnet, all that information is electronically online now. So it's not robotic. It's not just somebody turns on a computer in the morning, goes golfing, and comes back and says, gee, how much money did I make? No, there's a lot that goes into this. There's a whole team of people that have to manage the programming to keep it running right. So uh, I would disagree. Uh, I, I I think that they add more liquidity value to these pools, and you, you never hear anybody complain when uh, when the it's, it's C A W computer assisted wagering players. You never hear anybody complain when uh, when we uh, when we missed uh, on a horse when
0: you lose. Uh, we right? Yeah,
3: no, they never complain when they get priced up on a, <laughs> in a race. They only complained if the horse that they bet on got knocked down in price, but that's not. You know, and I I can only speak for uh, you know some of the guys that I work with. We don't we don't pinpoint one horse and try and just drive his odds down. It's not what we did, too. We 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 would rather spread out and try and val- try and find value in a couple of horses in a race. So you you wouldn't see us you know last cycle. You know, it's the smashing a horse from six to one down to two to one. That's it's just not how we play. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't others in there that might be doing that, but I think it's a lot less common than people think. And, but, but that's often the case. You know, even in the old days, you know, you could have a horse that starts at a warning line of, uh, three, three and a half to one and winds up going off at, uh, at, uh, three to two. Now, how does that happen? Because more people in the public are aligned with the same opinion, and it drives the horse's odds down. And racing trying all sorts of things to try and stop the late odds drops in the uh, in uh, in uh, the the windmills in particular. And uh, we'll see, we'll see if some of this stuff works, like having people go in early. And then that gives an indication as to uh, you know what positions people are taking early, but it still isn't going to stop all of the late odds drops.
1: Well, there you go, so, Travis. We, There's what, your answer yeah. as as
3: best as possible. Yeah, I, mean, I, I would need to know more specifics of, of 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 his question to answer it, you know, better. But uh, from a Not even a mile high view. That's uh that I mean that's how I look at it. There's there's more liquidity value added. And uh look, uh you have recreational players and you have uh you have professional players. There's a lot of semi pros out there, by the way, that are queued up on their computers on different websites like uh Twin Spires, uh First Bet uh uh, uh, how many sites uh carry horse racing now? Naira bets? Uh, and these guys hold their bets until the last minute. They're, they're looking for price, and uh, in the last uh, cycle, they take a, they take a position and then they drop the file. And they're doing that at home, just <coughs> just on their computer. But it it it, it you could you could have a thousand players like that, two thousand players like that that agree on the same horse that will drop that horse's odds. That's why it's called an open market, like Wall Street. So, when you Travis, see this stock going up and down on Wall Street in high frequency trading uh there's there there might be somebody uh you know at home that's doing day trading that says, "Ah oh, oh that you know that price dropped more than I wanted it to, but they accept that that's an open market. I'm not so sure in horse racing why it's not looked at the same as if this is an open market, and everybody has the opportunity to do the same thing. And, because and, this and is the a teaching and be, show because and because and, and because it's technology, look, I mean the, the term computer assisted wagering player, um uh, everybody well, I shouldn't say everybody, ninety percent of the people that are playing into the pools are using some sort of sophistication or technology, meaning a computer or a laptop, to assist them in their wagering now. If they want to be competitive, that's what they're doing and uh, the markets have tightened up a bit but that's because technology has delivered more information out there so that people can uh, can can do more analytics handicapping but isn't that the how the game is played isn't that what's happening uh when uh you know when a when a, a sports book is, is taking a line on these uh, NFL games this uh, week they don't have a static they don't have a static line that just stays there they either pull a game though, they move the line. They get too much money on yeah. one side, they move the line.
1: They do. And they, they, kind that's,
3: of, they move it. They move it all week, Don.
1: And and the advantage is what we do is this is a teaching show and I, I love the explanation. That was an awesome answer. What I'm actually gonna even do for Travis, because this is what we do here. If he has a follow up question, he can message me. I'll privately ask you as well because we're trying to educate Newbies betters that are experienced and we're just trying to consistently grow the model and and that's not just sports it's it's horses, it's college basketball that's starting which we'll we'll get into in the back end of the show but um it's an awesome answer and uh so my next one is for dave dave a uh, client named Frank, he's actually a member of your group now for a few weeks. his question is do you believe there's any truth to the NBA is controlled by Gamantria? I don't know if you know what that is. Uh, it's basically, I can give you an answer of what it is. It's, it's a practice of assigning a numeric numerical value to the actual team. So he's basically saying, is there any sort of truth
0: that what is this? I got a list. I never heard of this. What is it? Yeah. Look, look it up. It's,
1: Gamantria, G-E-M-A-T-R-I-A. He wasn't even – I don't know how to answer the actual question any better than that. So I'm going to – If this is a live show. People are sending me requests live
2: on air.
0: Can
1: we
2: get another question? (laughs) (laughs) So it's
0: funny. So listen, it's funny. I just Googled it for the gentleman. It's funny because I read Hebrew fluently. And the first thing comes up is Gamantria in Hebrew is the practice of... Sophia, uh, I'm doing the translation. Is the practice of signing the American So this is like some old Kabbalah. Uh... Like signing a power ranking? It's a Hebrew alphanumeric cipher probably used in biblical times, later adopted <laughs> by other court- <laughs> cultures. And who would have thought John could read Hebrew? Gematria is still <laughs> widely used in Jewish culture, guys. This show is not about the Jews. Let's keep that with Kanye and Kyrie. All right. Anyway, next question. Ben, you, <laughs> <it off. laughs> you I'm just oh, re- listen. Man. I'm just the Jew reading it off Wikipedia. Go ahead. <laughs> oh
1: man.
0: <laughs> Give me Here's, a Here's a follow up. Here's a follow up
1: question, Dave. Question. Yeah, I don't, honestly, it's, there. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. It's too basic. So I'm going to, I'm going to go to the next question. Frank, sorry, buddy. Next time, give me something that Dave and myself and the group will understand.
0: Now I got to go to synagogue with the Gematria. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Next, next, Next question, Dave. So a client
1: wants to know, obviously not everybody understands, uh, liquidity in terms of how much you can get down on games early in college basketball that you're going to be starting to do in a few weeks. What is the advantage of the overnight line for you versus the overnight line for NBA that you're currently using now? Is there any sort of significance why you're going to be playing more overnight lines in college basketball versus not?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, in theory, it's a less efficient market. One, there's smaller limits. Two, the games move a lot more because you can take plus nineteen, and 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 you know how it is. You guys know how it is. That thing will close like fourteen sometimes. And in NBA, I mean, you're just hoping that you're hoping. Well, there's been some home runs and some that were some that didn't go so well. Usually, if if it goes against me a lot, there's some injury or. Or something like that. But um you're just hoping for pretty much like a point a uh, point and a half. But in college basketball, you're like like I said, a lot of times you're getting a few points. So I try to play most of my plays overnight. I feel like it's the way to go. And I've 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 had a better win rate doing that. And and yeah, it's just you can't get down as much money. So it's perfect you say, if you're how, how if about, you have a small amount how, of money. How-
3: How early are you talking about getting down? Because, I mean, if if you're trying to do it the day before or even the night before, nobody's going
2: to let you put any serious money down. Right. But you can still, yeah, you're right about that. But you can still do, like, probably a couple, like, just at the main places offshore, you know, like 5000 Which Wow, that's actually better than I thought. Yeah.
3: I, I mean, know in the UK well, markets, uh I mean uh, it, it, at least on the horses in the UK markets, you can't get anything down at you know, early. They don't yeah. even come out with a well, line plus, until ten minutes to post and they still and they still won't take a big bet.
2: Well most companies too will will let you bet, you know, five hundred overnight on the on the college basketball game. Some a thousand and then it's rare, but you hear certain guys have accounts where they can go like two or three thousand. But usually they're an established big loser if they can go that much. But yeah, just at the I would well, say then, just they, at the yeah, three they, you can do twenty five hundred total.
3: Then they don't need good so, handicapping. They just handicap the player.
2: They know he's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well that's kinda of what they do going against the public. <laughs> but yeah. Like they needed the they needed the Jags last week against your guys' Ravens. I think it was, like, the ticket count was, like, 92%. I'm, I know that did not oh, I mean two percent of the money. Yeah, 92% were on, and were they needed,
0: on the Ravens. And they that's, needed Seattle on Monday. Same thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Seattle, oh, okay. But the, they need the, Seahawks but the public still is
0: going to win sometimes, and that's what people don't understand. If they're not playing a long, long game, and I was going to ask you, and, and it, I, there's a lot of similarities, obviously, in any type of wagering. Obviously, odds, lines, money, smart money, public money. Uh, so, Don, public, uh, anybody can sit home. It's funny what you said about, com, you know, computer-assisted wagering. And I'm thinking, well, then that would make every client a semi-professional on your terminology because every guy that calls here tells me about what program they have up, what websites they have up, I mean, literally, when the second they grab a cup of coffee in the morning, they go right over to the the various different sites that show which public percentage is moving on the games and who's betting on the games. And I remember when I That's started in this business, it, re- it, it when I started this business, it was really like you just said. I mean, it was racing form style sports wagering. I don't, I don't even know if Dave remembers. You remember this, Don. We had the sports form and the College and Pro Football Weekly that came out. At 7-Eleven, and people would be at the at the racetrack with the racing form in one hand and the sports form in the other hand, and they'd be handicapping their sports between the races. They were handicapping; it was all pen I, and paper.
3: I I when I was running uh, Philadelphia Park Racetrack, I had guys in my director's room. I'm telling you, they I I, I let them set up offices in there. They had filing cabinets of of reams of paper, of different different charts of horses. Well, nobody, did, I mean, I don't know of anybody that does that anymore. Everybody has switched over to using technology, and you're right. Anybody can jump on any, there must be a hundred sites out there to get different pieces of information if they want to use it for their own handicapping it. It's how they want to apply it. So everybody is a computer-assisted wagering player now. but, but So my question to you
0: specifically is, like Dave and I and Mike can go online and see which the ticket count and how much the, uh, the public is betting on one side, et cetera, et cetera. And we know long-term that, that those guys are losers, but you're still going to have your, you, you the public has to win sometime. And so I'm able to break down easily on a computer without any analysis, how many dogs covered and how many favorites covered in each individual sports. And it takes me like two seconds. He, he, how much is does the chalk actually win in horse racing, or is it just too big and it's too vast? You can't make statements like you can make in sports, like if you just bet the chalk in every race.
3: No, you 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 could come up with percentages of how often the favorites win. You know, is it a third of the time? Is it twenty three percent of the time? It's probably somewhere in between. So, but that's that's not where you're going to make money. Is playing favorites. <laughs> you want to play favorites all the right. time. The house, the house vig is going to eat you alive. <clears throat> You've got. To oh, that—that that. that I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, look at look at that first race or that race that uh, just ran at uh, Parks. Do you think anybody's going to complain that we missed? The eight horse won it. He was twenty five to one. We didn't have that horse. <laughs> So we so we sized that market up. We added liquidity value to the pool. Somebody got paid. It just wasn't us. <laughs> right.
0: Dave, do you find there's less injuries in college basketball? I remember the one year, of the COVID year, the Don Best screen would flicker and players would just get pulled out of the NBA and it would like totally change the line on every game and the guy would be scratched right before game time and you couldn't get any firm commitment. Do you think just the nature of the players not being pro athletes, there's less injuries and less star players pulled in college or once you start playing it, then you're going to ever have in the NBA? Am I right about that?
2: That's just my well, idea. I don't
0: know if that's true or not.
2: Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure, but they are going real. A lot of teams, especially the Warriors, are going really conservative. So they're they're resting players just... You know, they're doing this thing where they're resting players just randomly in games to just preserve them uh, for for basically the long season and the postseason. So that happens a lot. So you got to kind of be aware of what teams are doing that. Um, but, yeah, I'm not sure in terms of just overall. It does feel like more players are injured in NBA these days. I don't know. I was thinking that the other day. I don't know if that's just... I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure. Not sure. Not sure. But be careful betting the Warriors early. That's my tip of the day. We got our word of the day and the tip of the day. Well, right now, just for the group. What was that? Said you don't like the Warriors today. No, try to bet them. Try to bet them. And then it's hard to bet them late. I know the, the the move goes their way, but they just keep like randomly. It will say one of the one of the better players is out because they're just resting them. I don't know if you've noticed that, but yeah, it's. Yeah, I, I did notice that the, the, They Last rest year, a they lot of players,
3: players, it
2: seems. Last year they did. But is it
3: to, is it is it due to injury or are they just resting them? They, they
2: just rest them to preserve them the postseason
3: so preserve them from injury home
2: court they're just not as worried about home court fatigue too they're resting them so they don't get too tired you know and, it's, and, and it seems to be a good strategy but, yeah, yeah, but they they don't they really have to worry about that in college yeah in college you don't have to worry about that stuff can't wait yeah, I'm gonna start in a few weeks doing that Well, Mike, you can start
0: becoming a Maryland fan. They're now 7-0 and after last night, and I think 6-1 and against the spread, number 22 ranked in the nation, University of Maryland, rocking and rolling. Let me, let me tell you something about Maryland. You guys will all get a kick out of this.
1: So, apps <laughs> went live last Monday. Everybody, everywhere I go, I go to 7-11. They ask me if it helps the business. I go to get my dry cleaners. They ask me if I help the business. If this new thing, everybody tells me a war story every single day. I go in there. I went to go get a, I one of my golf clubs that was damaged, so I had to go get it repaired. I go in there Monday morning. This Monday, guy goes, I couldn't wait for you to get here. I said, What are you What are you talking about? He goes, You don't know the bad beat that I took yesterday. It was a hundred dollar wager that they gave me for free. Every team at the one o'clock slate needed to have an offensive touchdown. It was paying 10500 and because of that Derrick Henry fumble on the one-yard line and the offensive player recovered, it was not counted as an offensive touchdown. And I hit every other ones in the parlay except that because I was counting my money, Christmas time, I was going to put money away for the house. I couldn't believe it. And he was so excited to tell me. This is what I hear every single day. I almost don't even want to go out in public. It's that – like – it's insane. Every guy is telling me about the fifteen crazy wagers that they did there. None of them are straight bets. None of them are market edge plays. And it's like, man, it, it, I don't even know what to say. It's like the hope. The I've lost all hope for society in Maryland over a seven-day period. That, did, did the rest of that come through? Every other team got a touchdown. That was really in the one o'clock slate. Yes, offensive touchdown.
2: Yes. That, that is kind of brutal, though, because he literally fumbled it going in. <laughs> he
1: fumbled it going in, and, and Trayvon Burks recovered, and they yeah. they counted it as an offensive. It wasn't an offensive fumble. It was a fumble recovery for touchdown, but you needed to have a passing touchdown in the 1 o'clock slate, every team to have a passing touchdown.
2: Okay, so I understand. So so bec- Okay, wow. Yeah, that would be pretty sick, especially if that's one of your first bets ever. (laughs) Uh, Dave, you'll you'll appreciate this. Today
0: is November 30th, and those handle uh, percentages get updated once a week. And for whatever reason, it was updated November 29th, which was yesterday. So Maryland went live last week. Last week, the handle was 11%. In in a week, the handle's gone from eleven percent to thirteen point three percent.
2: Wow, wow, wow! Okay, I never really thought that. Is, and, and, and yeah, the, um, Maryland, is, is the Maryland early.
3: sports betting? Is
2: that uh, did, did they do
3: Maryland sports betting? And if they do, is it on? Is it in the brick and mortar, or is it uh, so? It just went live so. last. It went live last week with the apps
1: with apps. apps. It's been brick and mortar for a year now, Don, but it went live with apps. It was at the, yeah, so it was at the racetracks and casinos before that. Right. But with these apps, the promotions that they're giving are so insane. It's like, besides just free money with no rollover, it's like you could cash it out or you could do a, a, a bet that gives you even money odds. Like one of them was if the Ravens score one point it's a hundred free hundred dollars. You put up a dollar and all they have to do is score no. one point and you win a hundred dollars. That's the type hey. of promotions they were offering all weekend. For first time. Here's
3: a question for here's a question for yeah. all of you guys, and um I I, mean, I hope I don't get any phone calls from some of my buddies that are out there doing this. Uh, I'm not doing it, it because we work with a lot of these uh, racetrack casinos that also have sports books. But uh a lot of these states, I mean like Colorado and uh even Pennsylvania, uh uh Jersey, what's with all this uh this uh buying the business? These guys all have teams out there just doing nothing but bonus hunting. <laughs> How can well how could this many how can this many online sports betting operators stay in business if they're all trying spending that much money for acquisition so, of a player they're never going to so, make any so money the, off of
0: the, Let me Go before ahead, Dave answers. I actually just watched the the CEO of Fanduel on CNBC was interviewed the other day, and he basically said we don't expect to be profitable till twenty twenty five. These are lost leaders. They're not looking to make money for the next two years minimum.
3: They expect their their philosophy. Yeah. Shouldn't they go out and do another capital raise? (laughs) Because they're going to run out of cash before they get to 2025. Their their claim,
0: their claim is all of the sports books, because you can look at their publicly traded stocks and they're all smashed to smithereens. Is their claim is. Once we have you, we're going to keep you for life, and you're not going to
3: stop betting until you're dead. So we don't care about but two years. But that's not. But that's not. But that's not true. That's not what's happening. There's so many of them that these guys can spread out over over ten platforms. Oh, I you agree with you. i let rib- Dave cross the river. Yeah. You can cross a river and get down on ten more platforms. <laughs>
2: well,
3: Sandal, I, I just don't
2: get Sandal, not- Sandal's giving out the best bonuses and then this is a tip too that a lot of people don't know you can just and yeah i hope i don't i don't know. i don't think i'm hurting anyone with this but you can just literally you can just reach out to to one of the guys that works there these hosts they're hosts and you can negotiate a deal so you could say hey i'll put how much will you give me if i put you know, X amount of money, will you give me 20%? And, and you don't even need to, like, you need to roll it over like one time. And, and they'll, they'll give you, they'll give you a high percentage. And a high percentage nowadays for a deposit, well, there was never even a deposit bonus because there was no apps before and Vegas didn't give you one. But you can get, you know, 10 to 25%. Depending on the situation and how much you put, yeah. The, uh, but
3: isn't that what makes? Isn't that what makes it most dangerous? I liken it to the, you know, to the glory days of being able to play blackjack. But that you yeah, had to I physically, you had to physically go to the casino and your and your stop loss. Uh, you know, if you had a, if, if tragedy strikes, you get twenty twenty five percent back a discount on playing a game that's pretty much a coin flip. Well, this is this is the same thing. Only you can scale this because you can do it online. And get twelve of your Plus friends you, to sign up.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, that. What do you think we did? <laughs> yeah, but uh, you get it off the. You get it on the top too. Like you get it right when you sign up. So the, it's just like let's say you put a hundred thousand and you get twenty five. Your balance will just be one twenty five at the beginning. So so again yeah. that,
3: and, and, and again that's the most dangerous
2: type of bonus that they can give out. How can they keep doing this? Well, that's well they do, and that's why they're not going to be profitable, I guess, until twenty twenty five. Well, who
3: says they're going to be profitable by twenty twenty five? Are they going to I be, don't know. They say is there going to I mean, be a I mean, again, shakeout it's a very. Industry? Yeah, well, that's
0: the whole thing. It's. I mean, I don't. I'm sure Pennsylvania and Colorado. It's the same. I mean, I have an eight. I have a seventeen and a half year old son, and he watches games with me. And it's like, let's say his dad wasn't in this business. All these kids are just pounded with gambling ads. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, the amount of money. My son watched an NBA game the other night. We're in the Wizards area, so we get the Washington Wizards. Uh, Literally, every commercial is a gambling commercial. Live your bet life, bet this, parlay odds, boosted this, boosted that. My son knows more of the gambling lingo at 17 than I knew at 27. It's, It's crazy. And they're spending well, millions and millions of dollars on these ads. And I'm yeah, sure every other something. kid is in the same boat.
2: They're just their dad just doesn't do this for a living. <laughs> yeah, you know you know how Don's going. Well, I don't understand why doesn't why don't right. people get 12 People to... you you're you're me and you are thinking less than one percent of people think how we're thinking. Even though to us it's like, oh well, wait a minute, if I could put ten thousand and get. 2500 you know, or $100,000 and get $25,000, i will sign up my brother, I'll sign up... The, the thing is, first of all, most people don't think like that. Second of all, you have to trust the person, because it's 100% in, in their name. Uh, third, you you have to have the money. I mean, there's a lot of... A lot that goes into it, but for someone like me or you, we're going, oh, well, wow, this is great. My brother, my... You know, my cousin, my neighbor, my so so. It's not like everybody's going out and exploiting this, but all those people are doing the uh, bet a dollar to win a hundred, and that's adding up any, to a lot of money. Any one of us, well. any
3: one of us on this, any one of us on this call could go out and get twenty guys <laughs> to open up, legitimate people to open up accounts and just do bonus hunting and sign up for every site until you've taken advantage of every bonus, and then you move on to the next uh, geography. But I,
0: I think to Dave's point, we're uh, we're in the business, and we're already thinking like that. Do I think that uh, Joe Blow, who just got legal gambling, who just is excited that he can make a bet on his favorite team, is thinking about it? I mean, I think that that's the difference between pro and, and public. I think that Fandle, and I don't want to, I'm not, picking on them, all of the publicly traded legal sportsbooks are just taking a position. Because I'm looking at these handle numbers right now, and, I mean, you can say that, but these handle numbers are inclusive (laughs) of the mobile sports betting. So from November 1st to November 29th, just to give you an example, you're in Pennsylvania. The handle was 7.8%. So even so, they still made 7.8% on them.
3: And how much? And how much of that percentage of that handle is pros? Yeah.
0: I, I I couldn't Whoa. give you that answer. Yeah,
3: it doesn't show me. How yeah. much are how, how much are bonus hunters teams that are out there that is that is <laughs> right. not going to be loyal to them?
2: Don, you right. got to hustle. Go go hunt bonuses in Maryland with John. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, what's crazy,
0: Don, is uh, Maryland and Montana are the highest percentage of handles. Uh, Maryland is thirteen point three percent and Montana is thirteen point seven percent. So I guess Maryland and Montana are not in the sharp crew.
2: <laughs> Probably not. No, my first bonus, my first bonus was put fifty thousand and get twelve five just off the top. Or no, it's actually like I think it was no, it was thirty percent. I don't remember what it was, but it was something wow. like that because there was other bonuses as well. Yeah, and I and I was hooked and I just never left Colorado. I was but doesn't the rollover do mitigate that, David? No, you don't. You don't. You. It was like, the. I remember the host goes, just please, in good faith, like, roll this over at least once or close to once. And I go, OK, I'll roll it over like 100 times. It doesn't matter. I mean, I said that. And then I and then I basically I still have my suitcase here. This is two years ago. And I <laughs> I just never left. I was like, oh, my God, this is great. You know, so I'm, I was hunting, you know, at the beginning. You know, now I'm right. not focused on the value of, of the actual bets, but I was I was hunting at the beginning, what you call hunting, you know.
3: Yeah, it's, and it's, and it, it's the same thing that the casinos are doing. They're trying to buy the business, but the acquisition of the player costs way too much for what you're going to get for him over the group of those players, what you're going to get exactly. from them. next, It's not going to be 2025. I mean, We're talking the next 10, 12 years. Yeah, but if they tried to nail the, the biggest...
0: guy down on the acquisition per player, and he wouldn't come up with a number because it had to be some stupid obscene number, guy puts in a hundred dollars, it might have cost him three thousand.
3: <laughs> I yeah. mean, well, this, I, I, I won't debit. mention the casino. I won't mention because this is what's going on in the sports betting world right now. As I see these platforms with all these bonuses, uh, you know, I won't mention the casino because it's probably still embarrassing for them. Right. Why would you offer somebody a hundred thousand in promo chips? Play them until you lose them. Walking in, and we'll just use blackjack as a game hypothetically. But it was this is a true story. But your your stop loss for your discount, you yeah, to come in with a million to get the hundred thousand in promo chips. But your stop loss was at five hundred thousand, so you get twenty two and a half percent back if if tragedy strikes and you lose. I mean, what happens if you never go into your own money?
2: Did well, any, yeah, anybody
3: ever calculate it? And that's what's happening well, this with who's uh Yeah. yeah uh, that, exactly. well, who's done I'll who's give done a story the acquisition of customer math for these online sports betting
0: groups? <laughs> well, I'll give a yeah, go for it, Dave. Story. We got four minutes left before the music okay. strikes. It's
2: fun it's been a so fun I hour. Go ahead. So when I when I first when I first got here I brought two friends, here, right, and I and and so the deal was fifty thousand, and then you get you get the twelve five, right? And I remember they go, they, and it was you could put up to a hundred thousand or whatever. So they put the they, so it was a hundred thousand to win twenty five. And my I remember my friends going, we don't have a hundred thousand to lose, and I go, no, just pretend your bank holds twenty five thousand while you're betting, right? And and so basically what he what he's saying is if they give it to you off the top too. Um, you can you can just formulate a strategy to never go into the base money to your own money, and they did that. So they were betting like five hundred dollars a game. So they had fifty units, basically the the twenty five thousand they got, and yeah, they did, they killed it. Yeah, because they, they much were adding the money over the like next three days. Right, they were they were
3: they were adding the bonus to their bankroll as part of their theoretical bankroll, which is which is accurate. That's what they should do.
2: Yeah. So they they're, they're they were looking at it like all right we have a twenty five thousand dollar bankroll we'll never dip into the hundred and and yeah it was it, yeah so that that was a good story where where they never they when you give it off the top it's even it's even easier to to make a strategy. I mean, could could you imagine? I'm not saying
3: I'm going to do this. Not saying I'm not going to do this, but could you? <laughs> You'll
2: probably could, do it. Could you imagine do if
3: you hung a shingle out there, or we just said on the show, hey. Friends and family, anybody wants to be my friend, come join. We're going to put together a group and just go bonus hunting. You, you, yeah, you'd have a thousand yeah. people would sign up with you.
2: <laughs> yeah. Or you consult them on how to milk the bonus. You you offer consultation. Okay, look, here's the plan, and then the the bonus money is their bankroll, basically. Yeah. 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 Hypothetically, well, if you, of you of- ever
0: wanted to know how to do that, just DM Mike on Instagram. Go ahead. see you
3: guys next week great show all right guys have a good one thank you bye-bye